0: Guys, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Web Slingers Podcast, this is the one in the show where we talk about all things Spider-Man and the Marvel Universe, and uh, of course we are going to continue this show. Um, last week's episode was very, very nice. It was the very first episode, very much a welcoming in, welcome to the first episode, and we had a lot of stuff to talk about there. But now we're going to get uh, deep into it. And I gotta tell you guys, super excited, super excited. And I, I, Honestly, I've been wanting to do this show for quite a while, and it is finally, finally a reality I get to talk about. I get to talk about my favorite thing, which is Spider-Man and the Marvel Universe. Um, it's not my favorite thing in the world, you know, I mean, obviously, movies in general is my favorite thing in the world, but Spider-Man is a very close second. <laughs> um, okay. So let's not waste any time, let's go ahead and talk about the, uh, uh, let's start talking about some, uh, uh, the Marvel news, if you will, and this is where we're going to run down all the news going on in the Marvel Universe, and we're going to start off with this. Deborah Chow, who uh, directed episodes of The Mandalorian, but also directed uh, some, a couple episodes of the uh, Marvel's Netflix shows, uh, Jessica Jones and Iron Fist. Will be returning. Uh, will be coming into Marvel Studios to be directing multiple projects for them. Uh, now this dropped, I believe, yesterday. Um, now this hasn't been confirmed. Apparently, this is a um, this is just you know in talks. Usually, those talks kind of fall apart, but um, now the question. I've kind of asked is what what will this project be? What were some of and I'm gonna be honest, I have a feeling it, they're gonna be TV shows. Um, I think Deborah Chow is gonna be too busy working on Obi-wan that she's not gonna have enough time to do movies. Um, a lot of people think she's gonna come in and direct um, a, uh, a Captain Marvel movie, which I don't think that's the case. Um, I think she will come in and direct episodes of like She-Hulk. Uh, and Miss um, Marvel but I don't think we're going to see her directing a, a movie just because she's going to be so busy working on the Obi-Wan series which she is supposed to direct every single episode of that show um, and so I don't think we're going to see but I'm really excited about this guys I really really am because I, I love what Deborah Chow did with those f- two episodes of Mandalorian that I saw and um, I think she directed some of the best episodes of the first season. I can't wait to see what she does with Obi Wan, and I'm really excited to see what she's gonna do with Marvel. Um, if she does end up directing uh, a movie, I hope it's a Captain Marvel movie because Captain Marvel could use a good director. <laughs> um, all right, um, but enough of that. Let's let's move on to the next one. Okay, and the next Marvel Universe news topic uh, is this. That we went by that pretty fast, but there's really nothing much to say about that, but alright, let's talk about this <sighs> one of the greatest comic book movies of all time that was released in 2015, and it changed the comic book genre forever was Fantastic, Stick, the Josh Trink directed Fantastic Four movie I am absolutely kidding, but I will say this, Fantastic Four is very critical to the history of Zeke Said So, because I'll tell you this guys the Fantastic 4 uh the Josh Trank Fantastic 4 movie was the first movie I ever did a review for on the channel. And I believe if I'm not mistaken, I believe it's still on there. Let me let me go and see uh, if it's still there. Um going to Check this Let's check this out because I, I, I want to just take a look see and see what's Yep, still on there fantastic for a review uh, it's, it's got 56 reviews. So it's not the bi- It's not the biggest video on the channel, but yeah um, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah that's the that's that's it right there. Um those are those were those were the early days where I didn't know how to talk in a very loud voice. In fact I I basically was talking like this. Fantastic Four was directed by Josh Trank and It's not a good movie. It... You know, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but that's basically how I sounded for a while. Anyway. But anyway, speaking of uh, Fantastic Four, it is now available to stream on Disney Plus. Why did I put that in the news topic? Because I just thought it'd be fun to talk about. So um so it is on Disney Plus. Um, a lot of people were sending me uh sending me like Instagram messages telling me, oh dude, you gotta talk about this on the Web Slingers podcast. I was like, and you gotta talk about this on the Zeke Setso show. I was like well, I'll talk about it on the WebSlingers podcast. I'm not going to make it a movie news topic on the Zig Zetso show because it's such a pointless movie news topic. I'll put it on the Slingers podcast because that's where I talk about Marvel movie news. Um, And unless a Marvel news is, like, huge, like, game-changing news, I'm not going to talk about it on the Zig Zetso show. But, yeah, Fantastic 4 Stick is now available to talk about, to watch. <laughs> On Disney Plus, um, which, you know, makes a lot of sense because Marvel now owns the rights to Fantastic Four, um, to those movies in particular, um, to the Fox Fantastic Four movies. Um, I don't know why they would put it on Disney Plus and basically tarnish the legacy of Marvel by uh, putting them with such a a crappy movie like fant Four Stick, but anyway. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Next movie news topic, uh, and this is probably the biggest thing we have as far as the Marvel news topic, and and, and that is this. So David Kep has a brand new mo- now. If, for those of you who don't know who David Kep is, David Kep wrote some of personally my favorite movies. Uh, he wrote uh, he wrote Jurassic Park. He wrote the first the first Sam Raimi Spider Man movie, and let me see. Th- there's another movie that I'm thinking of that he wrote. Uh, David... There's another movie that he wrote that I that is one of my absolute favorites. I'm trying to find. Mhm. guys, I got it. Uh okay, so he wrote uh he wrote Jurassic Park. He wrote The First Mission Impossible, which is a movie. <laughs> uh he wrote The Lost World Jurassic Park, which is a movie. <laughs> Uh, he wrote Panic Room, which is actually a really underrated movie, in my opinion. Um, Spider-Man, the first Sam Room Spider-Man movie. Um, he wrote... Oh, and he even wrote... Um, <laughs> he wrote Zathura, the John Favreau film, uh, Zathura, uh, a space adventure. And I'm not going to lie, okay? I'm not going to lie. I actually like Zathura. I, I actually really do like it. I think it's fun. Um, but he also wrote movies like Toy Soldiers and... All that stuff. And he's written a lot of really bad movies. He's not. It's not like he's written great movies. He's written a lot of bad ones like Kingdom of the Crystal Skull and... The Mummy 2017. Um, but... Yeah... Um, so he can't, he was doing an interview for a brand new movie he's got uh coming out called You Should Have Left. Um and uh he was doing an interview with Collider and uh talked about what his plans were uh, his original plan for a trilogy of Spider-Man movies. And and this is, this comes to us from uh cbr.com uh com and uh says says quote in an interview with Collider, Kepp stated Basic and this is David kept talking. Basically, my trilogy idea was was telling was the telling of Gwen Stacy. Okay, my was the telling of Gwen Stacy slash Harry Osborne story. Adding that the story would have spaced out across three films. I wanted Gwen to be killed in the middle of the second movie because that follows sort of the Empire Strikes Back model. And I had very and I had different villains I wanted to use uh, and I had different villains I wanted to use. The screenwriter did not and then this is and then that ends the quote and then uh, it says the screenwriter did not specify which villains he intended so that's interesting um that's that's a v- drastically different from what Raimi eventually ended up doing with his trilogy. Um, I'm not going to lie I don't really like this idea Um, You're going to have a Spider-Man movie That focuses on the relationship Of Gwen and Harry Osborn So does that mean you're going to make Harry Osborn You were going to make Harry Osborn Spider-Man And not Peter Parker That's just weird to me I don't know it's very very confusing I don't really know A lot of the context of what he was saying But it's just like It feels weird to me That And and the idea of killing Gwen in the second movie In the middle of the second movie Actually sounds Pretty interesting actually Not gonna lie It, it sounds pretty interesting You know cause and it sounds a lot better than what they did in the Amazing Spider-Man 2, where they killed her at the end of the movie. Um, but killing Gwen in, in the middle of the second movie—that's actually interesting because, like, it does follow that Empire Strikes Back model, where you know basically that would happen around the end. That should have happened around the end of the second act, which is the worst possible thing that can happen um, to the characters. And the worst possible thing that can happen to your characters is the death of one of the main characters. So, you know, um, and I think it would have, I think it really would have, um, it would have been very, very uh, interesting to have seen that. Um, but, uh, But yeah, as far as villains goes, I mean, you had to have Green Goblin in there at some point because green goblin i mean green goblin does kill her in the comics, so you would have to have her have to have green goblin in there at some point, you know um so uh yeah um all right but uh but yeah that's that's i I just find it very interesting that David kept that's what he wanted to do uh with his with with the Raimi trilogy, but I'm glad they went in a different direction because I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I reviewed Spider-Man 3 and I had my issues with Spider-Man 3, but I still really overall um enjoy watching Spider-Man 3. And overall I would say the the Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy is you know, the first two movies are great. The second one the third one is a bit of a disappointment, but still fun to watch um, but you know um, it's a really good trilogy and I, and I don't know if this version that we would have gotten would have been better than what we got with Spider-Man 1 and 2 which are two of the greatest comic book movies of all time so um, alright All right, now let's move on to the second half of the show and that is where we the segment we simply call Ask the Spider-Verse this is where we go into the into the spider-verse ah, ah 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 and anyway um okay this is where we uh just take your q a questions and uh you can send them in through instagram twitter or the youtube comment section just like the zeke setso show it's all cool um but again like i said on the zeke setso show uh, this past saturday make sure you guys put which show you want your question to be as- asked on because uh i uh Cause it just it, it helps me <laughs> it helps me arrange it that way. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and talk. Let's go ahead and answer some of these questions. Uh, the first one is, do you think Blade will be rated R in the MCU? Um, no, absolutely not. I don't think the MCU is gonna do rated R ever. I think they I think they'll do hard PG thirteens, but I don't think we're gonna see rated R. Um, Anything in the MCU, especially with Blade. I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to see a rated R Blade. I mean, I think the first Blade movie worked very well as an R-rated comic book movie. But, I mean, I don't think we're going to see it in the MCU. Uh, I, I just don't. Especially since this is probably going to tie in. And since Kevin Feige does say that Blade is going to open up a whole new er- uh, area of the MCU that we haven't seen yet. And, and considering that the MCU, again, the MCU is, you know, very, I mean, not that it's, not that the MCU movies are made for kids. I mean, obviously not, they're not made for kids. Um, but they are, they do, they are, they are kid friendly, though. They're kid friendly movies. And I don't think they want to interrupt that with an R-rated Blade movie. I just don't think that Kevin Feige is going to end up doing that. And I don't think Disney would let it happen. I don't think Disney would let it happen. Um, Alright. Rank the four Avengers movies. Oh, that's easy for me. Uh, Endgame is my least favorite. Age of Ultron. The first Avengers. And then Infinity War. Um, I love, but I love Endgame. But it is my least favorite of the four. Um, I think Age of Ultron is so incredibly underrated. Nobody. A lot of people think that movie's bad. I really love Age of Ultron. I really do. And I think James Spader gave us the best version of Ultron we could have seen. You know, I really do. Uh, just, I, A lot of people didn't like the fact that he was snarky and had all these one-liners and People said he wasn't menacing enough. First of all, I found him completely menacing. And I like the idea of him being snarky. Because he's, he's got... He's a mixture of Baron Strucker and Tony Stark. And when you put those two minds together, he's going to be this vicious psychopath who thinks he's doing the right thing. But he's also going to be a bit... He's going to have an attitude about it. He's going to have Tony's attitude about, about certain things. So... Um, I don't know, I I liked it Um, Alright Next question Uh, What is your favorite 90's animated Marvel TV series? Ooh That's a good question Cause there's there's a lot of really Great 90's Marvel series Um, Man As big of a Spider-Man fan as I am I gotta go with X-Men I love the, the 90s X-Men series. I think it's awesome. I was watching a couple episodes of it on Disney Plus the other day, and I just... It's such an awesome show. Such an awesome show. And it was one of those animated shows that, like, I missed out on, but it would they would have reruns of it on, like, Disney uh, on Saturday mornings. They would have, like, reruns of it. Uh, but it was really... It, I I... I love that 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 uh, um, X Men series. Uh, all right. Uh, do you think we will ever see a revival of the Spectacular Spider-Man series? If so, would it be on Netflix or Disney Plus? Um. Hmm. First of all, yes, please, please, please revive. The, the Spectacular Spider-Man animated series. I want to see it. Um, if Clone Wars can come back for one more season, let's please bring back the Spectacular Spider-Man animated series. Um, but would it? if so, would it be on Netflix or Disney Plus? Um, well, the rights of the Spectacular Spider-Man series belong to um, Sony. However... Um, the, uh, do the rights belong? Yeah, no, they do. Um, that's why the series got canceled. Uh, so the reason why the spectacular Spider-Man got canceled in the first place was because the, the television rights for Spider-Man fell back and went to Marvel once Disney bought, bought out Marvel. So the reason why we we didn't get a season three of the Spectacular Spider-Man is because uh, Disney bought Marvel. And then all the television the television and merchandising rights went back to Disney. So that's why we haven't seen uh, the, the next season of the Spectacular Spider-Man. Um, but honestly, I'd rather see another season of the Spectacular Spider-Man than what we're getting now. Uh, I hate these new Spider-Man cartoons. Um I don't get me wrong. I loved Drake Bell doing the voice of Peter Parker in the Ultimate Spider-Man series. I just hated that that show. And then I really dislike this new, like, what what's it called? The new Spider-Man show. Is it just called Spider-Man? Uh, Disney Spider-Man. Oh, Spider-Man show. <gasps> Yeah it's just called Marvel's Spider-Man And it is so Stupid Such a stupid Freaking uh, Show I remember watching like a clip Of the very first episode And just seeing How How they were trying to make Peter Parker The way they were portraying him Which is not the Peter Parker that I I like. It's, again, not the Peter Parker I'm familiar with. You know? Um, But the Spectacular Spider-Man series, the reason why I love that series so much is because it is literally the best incarnation of Spider-Man. Movies, video games, television, whatever. It is the pinnacle of Spider-Man incarnations. And here's why. Because, although, yes, it has a lot of Spider-Man fighting bad guys and saving the world. They balance that with Peter Parker, with things not going his way. With, you know, he wants to be a normal kid, but things just can't go his way. Like, example, there's like an episode in the first season where he loses an internship because he was uh, cuz he had to leave to fight the li- to fight the lizard but then pe- but then he also got a picture of Spider-Man fighting the lizard and lost the internship because of that you know and it's like things not going his way that's what i love about peter parker is that he is a character who just can't catch a break, who can't live a normal life because of the because of, you know, with great power comes great responsibility, you know. Um, and that's what that's why I loved it. Because that's who Peter Parker was in the comics. A kid who just could not get who could not get things to go his way. You know? And I don't know. That's just what I what I loved about it. And I was so bummed out when I I mean li I didn't watch it when it was on the air. I mean the first time I discovered the show was actually it was on Netflix, actually. It was on Netflix. They had a bunch of a bunch of the episodes on Netflix at one point, uh and then they took it down for some stupid idiotic reason, but um that's how I discovered the show, and I would just watch it re- repeatedly, um, and uh yeah, i I just oh, I love it anyway, um, but yeah, I would love to see a revival of it, um, and I would like to see it on Netflix, honestly, um, but hey, if Disney could just get the rights to the spectacular Spider-Man series, put it on Disney plus, yes, please, yes. Frickin' please. <laughs> um, Alright, let's move on to the next question. Uh, will we ever see Namor in the MCU? Ah, uh, Yeah, we're, we're gonna see him. We're gonna see him. I, and and I've heard rumors circling around that he might end up being the villain of the second Black Panther movie, which would be interesting. I don't know how you could do that, but it'd be interesting. Um, Alright. Alright. Uh, Deadpool 1 or 2 uh, I have to go with Deadpool 1 Uh, I like the first Deadpool more than the second one Uh, and would you want to see Deadpool in the MCU Uh, yeah I would I really would I I think they're going to do that but again just like with Blade I don't think they're going to make him rated R that's the thing people are going to want to see him but they're going to want to see the R rated Deadpool and that's not what's going to happen if we do it's going to be on a different brand. They're going to put it under the 20th century brand instead of the Disney instead of the Marvel Studios brand because Marvel Studios again they appeal they they do appeal to kids. You know, I mean they're not made for kids, but they do but kids do watch them. Like I remember when I went to go see Endgame There were a lot of six-year-olds in that theater. There were a lot of six-year-olds in that theater. And, what, you're going to have a a rated-R Deadpool movie released by Marvel Studios, and, like, there's going to be six-year-olds who are going to be excited to see Deadpool. This is going to be their first time seeing Deadpool, and all of a sudden he's going to throw out an F-bomb, and it's like, oh, wait, I just took my kid to the wrong movie. I don't know. It's it will never happen, it, it will It will never happen, uh, okay, rank the Iron Man, tr- oh, that's easy for me, um, Iron Man 3 is my least favorite, Iron Man 2, and then the first one, the first one's easily the best, and it's the only great movie in that series, uh, Iron Man 2 is okay, I guess, it's a meh movie for me, it's, It's a mess. That's what Iron Man 2 is. Iron Man 2 is a mess. You know? And then Iron Man 3 is just... It's not an Iron Man movie. It's not. Anyway. um, Alright. And the final question is... The best... uh, Best Spider-Man theme song. Ooh. That's a really good question to end a Spider-Man themed podcast on. Um I mean, wow, um, hmm I mean you gotta go with You gotta go with the original theme now Spider-man spider-man does whatever. Anyway, um, you gotta go with that theme, but um, if i had to pick what's my personal favorite it's actually the spectacular spider-man theme it's such a really catchy you know spectacular spectacular spider-man anyway uh, it's such a great theme but honestly if we're being honest the absolute best theme is the original i mean it's it was it not only was it the first spider-man theme song but it was also just it perfectly encapsulates the character and what, what type of character he is. Um, and it's been parodied so many times, including in the Simpsons movie. And um, it was obviously referenced several times in Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse. Um, but, yeah, it's it's got to be that one for me. Uh, all right, guys. Well, that will do it for this episode. Of the Web podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, make, again, make sure you guys go check out some episodes of the Zig Setzel Show, Avatar: The After Show. There's going to be a brand new episode of Avatar: The After Show coming to you on Wednesday, and a brand new episode of Throwback Thursday coming to you on Thursday. It's where me and Robert the Martinez sit down and we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Can't wait for you guys to hear that. Uh, also, make sure you guys send in questions uh, for the Web Slingers podcast, Avatar: The After Show, and the Zeke Setzer show. Make sure you guys uh, label which show your question needs to go on, because that just helps me uh, organize everything. It just it helps because my brain gets tired, and when it and when there's no label, when I don't know what show it goes on, my brain starts to fry. It sort it it's like it's like a a it, it's like a, an electrical plant That's about to explode You know <laughs> um, But anyway uh, Thank you so much for listening guys And I will talk to you guys later Peace out